I'm gonna do it. Yeah, you know yeah. what you're doing? You got this? Yeah, just give me a second. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's nervous. He's very nervous. I'm kind of look. The the squiggles are kind of small. Are you sure we're, this is gonna be enough for you to pick up? Like the yeah, we're not we're not really we're not really talking right into him. Oh, I, I guess now. I guess I have to like I guess I have to like just go like like to the balls on this thing and get like yeah, right should, the fuck in there. Probably do that. You want to get like right in there, yeah. right like right the fuck in. Right, yeah, that right. sounds great. Okay, all right. I guess I can do that. All right. Welcome everyone to New Jersey's very own local music podcast. Yeah, good. I'm your host, Dylan Jacobus, and we have a very special guest uh, today. Uh, we're doing this, huh? We're Nick Keena. Fucking doing this. We're doing this, guys. Hi. Hi, guys. It's me. I'm How you doing? You good? <laughs> you know, hearing it now, I see how stupid the name of the show is. Thanks for just pointing it right <laughs> at me. <laughs> so, listeners, you may be asking yourself, you may ask yourself, what the fuck is going on? Today is opposite day. It is. It's opposite day. <laughs> we've been we've been planning this. Uh, well, not planning it really so much as just thinking about it for a while. And so today I am the host, and Nick is the guest. Yeah, Dylan. Dylan's going to be hosting this thing, so I'm going to be a very hostile and rude guest. Oh, great! I'm going to do I'm going to do things like this. <sighs> well, I'm going to do that too. <laughs> <laughs> we probably shouldn't do that though. It's not very good for the equipment to blow no, probably, smoke right into it. You probably know? not. Probably. Not. We do have windscreens on though. Yeah, but like that just makes them gross. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So probably. Oh, probably <laughs> over a all right, John Mulaney. Here we go. <laughs> probably over a year ago, I wrote down a bunch of uh, questions that I wanted to yeah, ask. Yeah, we were Nick we were gonna do thing. we were gonna do this. Uh, you know, when we like when we were still at OMS, this was in the cards. Mm. But um, what happened? Uh, uh, something. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I remember. We had a baby. <laughs> <laughs> The whole world had a baby. Yeah, everybody started having, like, people were fucking during the fucking lockdown, dude. Everyone, everybody was getting it in. Anyone who could was getting it in. I was, you know, I know people that that are now in, like, a two-year relationship, and they met on Tinder during lockdown. Wow. Yeah, and, like, one of the, one of the questions was, like, did you take your temperature this morning? <laughs> <laughs> like, that was one of the, like, questions before they, like, you know, like, swipe left, right? Like, oh, man. <laughs> So yeah, I wrote, uh, it's been a long time, I don't remember what any of these questions are, so this is going to be as much of a surprise to me as it's going to be to you. Okay. So today we're going to find out all about you. I guess so. I think or we, I could just lie the whole time. You could. You could. <laughs> I mean, we've, we've heard... I thought we were going to talk about She-Hulk, but whatever. We, we could do whatever. that, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, do you uh, do you want to just uh, you want to riff on a little stuff before we get into the questions? A little, okay. Like I think we should talk about She-Hulk. I think we should. I liked it. I liked I, it too. I really enjoyed it. I thought she was really funny. Um, the one thing I I kind of didn't like was they really they like CGI'd She-Hulk to look completely different than Jen. Yeah, it was like her weird. face, like her eyes are the same, you know, but like to change. The shape of her nose, like they didn't change that with Mark Ruffalo's Hulk. Like they didn't make him look cuter. Mm. He still looked like he got punched in the face a lot when he was a kid. <laughs> you know, like, but they had to like, you know, give her the cheekbones. I, th- I, 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 that was the one thing I was like, well, the CGI is like it, look, everything looked great. Mm. Don't get me wrong, just the why did they change her, her face that much? I don't know. It's, I, that was one thing I found kind of confusing because yeah. like even like even like the Abomination still looks like Tim Roth. 
Mm, You know, when you see him as Abomination and he starts talking, it's like, oh, that's Tim Roth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the the animation itself is really great. Oh, yeah. But yeah, the, uh, I don't know, it's very cartoony looking. Mm. Ah. I mean, it's it's kind of, it's kind of to go along with, with the way the book was, I suppose. I didn't really read, I didn't read She-Hulk. I wasn't really a big Marvel kid. I was more DC. I was more Batman. Um, and uh, Green Arrow was a good book, too. I like, Ooh. I like Green Arrow. Hmm. It's kind of like just Batman with a bone arrow. Cool. <laughs> you know, it's like rich, rich old recluse, you know, <laughs> with a penchant for arrows. Okay, cool. You, you just want to be fucking Robin Hood. All right. But uh, no, I, I like the, like the fourth wall breaks. I thought were really funny um, and, and true to the book, you know. From what I was, from what I understand, as I said, I never really read, you know, much Marvel, but, you know, I like She-Hulk, and there's all these guys just, like, you know, trying to rip it apart. No, you can't be a girl, Hulk. That's dumb. No, mm-hmm. you just shut the fuck up. Shut up. Do you do you work for Marvel? No. Your, then your opinion means absolutely fuck all. Like, <laughs> get out of here. Like, yeah, it was a cool clapback at, uh, you know, all the people who do that in real life. Yeah, I bet the writers had a really good time. Just. Using the fa- like the, the the hate mail as 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 dialogue in the show, like <laughs> you, th- you know, like we're just oh you're oh you hate it you hate it just tell me more, feed me feed me your rage <laughs> so I can write it all down and then make you look really dumb. <laughs> and that's that's what they did, and I thought that I thought that was really you know I thought that was really fucking clever. I, th- I thought it was really well written. Yeah. Um, Good job, writers. I just I, I wish Disney didn't own everything. Yeah, they do have a lot of things. You know, it's funny. You know, the Denville Mart? Mm-hmm. Off, like, right, 53 right there? Like, right when 53 ends or whatever? Yep. With the Disney font? Uh-huh. <laughs> Dan Baldan post, uh, shared, like, somebody made a made a meme out of that a few years ago. That thing's been around forever. And I remember when it, when it popped up, thinking, like, oh, man, the mouse is going to sue the shit out of these people. I know. I can't believe it hasn't and happened. It hasn't happened. It's totally a Disney D. It's totally Disney font. And they're just using it. For the for the Denville Mart, yeah, and I can't believe the mouse hasn't gotten to them yet. I don't know, they, or maybe they have. They, yeah, there's got to be something. Maybe they got to them already. <laughs> maybe there was like a huge settlement. Disney like, owns the Denville Mart. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering why it was yeah, buyer cigarettes. I was and I, I was wondering why it was pills from Mickey Mouse. <laughs> I wonder. I was wondering why it was forty dollars for a churro. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I was telling you earlier, I watched a movie that I did not like last night. Yeah, what was it? I'll tell you what it is. Halloween Ends. Oh, the the last one with the... Okay, you didn't yeah, like it? I did not like it. Hmm. Have you seen it yet? I have not. Okay, so I won't say it too much. Um, Don't worry, I probably won't see it for like until like it's like free streaming. And it's a horror movie, you can't really spoil it for me. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, I don't know, it wasn't very scary. Uh, I don't know, I thought it was just dumb. Was it not scary just because it wasn't scary? Or was it not scary because they've done everything they possibly could with this character and there's no way to make him just popping up out of nowhere scary anymore? Yeah, that was kind of it. There was really no suspense. Yeah. Or... I don't know. Like, it's like done to death, done to death, you know. Um, I have a friend, uh, Rob Nicholson, who's who's a, he's an actor friend of mine and, a, and he's, he's directed a few things. He's really, really nice fellow. We... We did a we did a uh, friggin' uh, community theater show years ago, um, but uh, he is a massive Halloween fan. 
Ooh. massive, massive Halloween fan. Like he's met Jamie Lee Curtis Ooh. a couple of times at like different cons and shit. And like, he's like, he's like, you know, he's just like, so it, he's got like, like, pr- like, you know, film used props and stuff like that. I think he was in one of the recent ones. Like, oh. I think like the second one that Rob Zombie directed. Didn't he do two of those? Oh yeah. I actually like the Rob Zombie movies. I think Rob Zombie's a really good director. I haven't seen, have you seen the, the, the trailer for the Munsters? No. Yeah. What is it? It's on Netflix. It's great. I'm, I can't believe we're just plugging shows. Um, <laughs> <laughs> by the way, guys, come to the exchange on Monday nights. <laughs> anyway, um, what was I talking about? Oh yeah. Um, Monsters. Yeah. Uh, so Rob Zombie is to, is has like written, produced, and directed, um, and of course his wife is in it because she's in, that's the only way she gets work. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, he it's it's a comedy. And it's it's you know it's campy it's it's goofy it's it's a, it's it's a monsters movie he made the like the like the sixties TV show he just re, he just remade it he made a movie out of it oh. it's like, and like I saw the trailer and it looked so friggin' funny and cute and you know full of you know super super cheesy sci fi gore stuff from the fifties and sixties like mm-hmm. super campy really great and it's on Netflix I haven't watched it yet but uh, yeah Rob Zombie's become a, a pretty good fucking director cool you know I. Some of his earlier stuff was like, you know, him, you know, him kind of, you know, he's getting his feet wet. Yeah. But now, yeah. He, like, now that he's done, a, 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 he's done a, a, like a handful of movies, like some some pretty good money makers. He he threw like this is like a passion project. I I doubt it's gonna make any money, you know, other than you know what what Netflix paid him to do it. But like, it's still it's still really cute, and it's really it looked like the trailer looked really good. So I'm looking forward to watching that. That's on my queue for sure. Ah, oh, that's good to hear. And I love it, the monsters. It be in the Halloween season and all. You know, that's true. It is October. That's true. It's October. Hmm. All right, should we check out one of these questions? I guess so. I guess so. I don't really. It's funny. I, don't, I really don't like talking about myself too much. Uh, well. I'll talk about I'll talk about things around me, but I'll talk about. Mm. <laughs> it's like a ther- no. I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm in therapy. Can I lay down? You can if you want. Yeah, I haven't vacuumed in here. Uh, yeah, yeah, maybe not. Yeah. All right. Ooh, this is a good one. Okay. So what? And actually, I'm sure things have changed since I wrote this question down. Uh, so what? What keeps you alive outside of music? What? What? What brings you so much joy in your life? You want me to say my kid, right? Well, I assume <laughs> you would. <laughs> No, Grace is Grace is a lot of fun. Um, she's she's so freaking cute and she's beautiful and she's, she's starting to learn how to talk. Um, yeah, like no, it's well, the answer. She know the, any the, swear words yet? Uh, definitely knows. She's not saying sit. She's definitely saying shit. <laughs> um, and I know she knows fuck. Um, but she started saying stop it because mm. she hears it all the time. I'm constantly, you know, whenever she's getting into things she can't, she shouldn't get into, mm-hmm. stop it is, you know, you know, usually followed by grace, no. But, like, she's, just like, if I'm tickling her and we're, like, we're playing roughhousing, and she'll say, stop it. All right. And, like, I stop. And oh. she and she gets up and, like, trots away, I'll, <laughs> you know, and then comes running back at me and slams into my body, like, just full, like, full speed, all, like, two miles an hour of her, just comes <laughs> sh- straight at my legs. Um no, you know the, the 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 answer probably wouldn't have changed too much in in time, other than the fact that you know I, that we have a child now. But family is one of those things that's always you know kind of kept me going, you know. Um, and uh, you know, outside of music, I mean that's music is is so instrumental in every aspect of my day that mm-hmm. like to think of a day without it is like a, like a day without music, a day without oxygen. 
Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, like spending time with my family and with with Al, with my fiance, she's so she's so friggin' annoying. <laughs> no, I love her to death. She's great. She really is. She's like she's she's so thorough, and I am such a fucking scatterbrain, as you can see by the looks of this garage. That yeah, it's a mess. But and then you go in the kitchen. And she's got the spatulas alphabetized. Oh, it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so like, it's just you know she's 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 she keeps this house uh, in order, and I, I you know it wouldn't it wouldn't work without her for sure. But yeah, no, family's a big driving driving factor in in, in what I do in, in my day to days. If I if I any any chance we get to spend time with my sister and her kids, my brother was just in town uh, a couple of weeks ago, and he got to see me, he got to come to one of my gigs up at Salt on Saturdays, Salt Route 206 in Stanhope on Saturday night, 6 to 9. It's a really good time. Hey. <laughs> so how to Lori when you get there. Um, <laughs> but, uh, no, um, yeah, no, family, and I don't know, I, like, I have, I, I, I've got a few hobbies, you know, there's, like, you know, I like, I, I, you know, who doesn't like fucking around with video games for, mm -hmm. for a couple hours here and there. Um, I've actually been, uh, I didn't play for a while, but I started I started playing uh, poker, like online poker again. I'm not playing for money, uh, not yet. But yeah, like it's a really that's a really fun thing to do. It can um, be fun. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. Like I'm not I don't bet on sports anymore. Um, I don't like I I haven't been to the horse I haven't been to the ponies in forever. Mm. But uh, but yeah, I used to get I used to have a, like a like a like a like a twice a week card game at my old house in Cedar Knolls. Oh. And I would have like, it'd be like two nights a week. Like, you know, whenever we could, like, you know, whenever we all had a night off, I'd be like, I'd have, I'd have at least five people in my, on my, on my back porch. And, you know, if it was wintertime, we'd fucking space heater out there and just, you know, sitting, playing poker, smoking cigarettes. Mm -hmm. Someone, someone would walk away with like, you know, a hundred bucks, 200 bucks. Someone would walk out with nothing. Like, you know, it was yeah. a good time. It was a good way to kill time and just hang out with friends and sometimes take their money. <laughs> you know <laughs> it wasn't like uh was it the sopranos where where they had that like 48 hour poker game oh the executive uh game yeah yeah, yeah. um we had a we had there was a few nights that turned into mornings oh. yeah there were a few not many but there was a few times when like a game would start at eight o'clock at night and like seven o'clock in the morning it's just me Oof. and kevin kevin burke and who else might be on that circle at that time? Danny, my buddy Danny Farinari lives down in South Jersey. Mm -hmm. But we'd just, you know, we'd be three-handed and pretty evenly stacked as far as chip count goes until finally someone would just say, fuck it, push all in <laughs> with, like, nothing just because they just want to go to bed. Yeah. You know, that was, that was a few nights. Those are a few nights that turned to mornings. Those are, those are the days. Those, those are fun. Now that I'm, now that I'm, now that I'm 40, I don't, I don't see that in my future ever uh -huh. again. Uh, the, like, the only times I'm going to have sleepless nights is if I'm working, or you know, or dealing with the, dealing with my kid if she if she happens to get sick, God forbid. Yeah. Yeah. But she's been she's been super healthy. She's doing you know as far as babies go, we've been. Oh Christ. Knock on wood. Yeah. Really uh, testing tempting fate with us, but yeah, she's she's uh, she sleeps good. You know, it's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Seems to be. Looks like it's going well, as far as I can tell. Yeah, we're doing okay. We're doing good. It's, uh, you know, every day's different. I mean, and I, I've got a lot of friends who are going to be fathers soon, and they keep, you know, coming to me with questions mm -hmm. and asking me questions about. Is that stuff. weird? Um, not really, because I, you know, I get it. I, I totally understand because I had questions. You know, I yeah. have, and I have, 
like I had my brother to, to, to ask a few questions about, to, you know, and he was there he, like, without even asking, he was there with some really good advice. Uh, my sister is a, is a fucking nurse practitioner and, and a mother of three. Ah, so well. any, any question she's got the answer <laughs> to the point, like the first like six months of grace, uh, grace being alive. If I would call my sister, she wouldn't say, Hey, what's up? She say, everything. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I was just wondering what you wanted me to bring over for dinner tomorrow. Oh, oh okay. I thought something was wrong. Okay. She's gotten over that habit. Now, now she, she, she's back to what's up, you know, which <laughs> okay, is nice. She's, she's no longer at like DEFCON 3. Like, you know, when's it going to go off? Like, so yeah. she's, she's doing good. I've got, a, I've got a pretty rad family. Yeah, you yeah. do. And they don't, they don't want to live close, right? Well, no, my sister's in Morristown. Right by, uh, she's like behind Luanica Park. Oh, okay. Over that near, like by the by the police station, like the sheriff's department, um, and then my yeah, mom's in Rockaway, mm-hmm. grandma's in Whippany. Oh, so they yeah. Most 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 of my family's close. My brother my brother lives out in Texas. He knew that. Um, and then my dad's in South Carolina. My family my my dad's my dad and his brothers are kind of just peppered down the East Coast. <laughs> Except Uncle Uncle Tommy's still around, but like they had like everyone else like Virginia and down the coast because. They all got the fuck out of the out of New Jersey. Yeah, got got themselves those lower tax brackets. Yeah, cheap bastards. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, that, that's 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 good. Yeah, I guess it's actually very touching. Oh, thank you. Um. All right. So here's another one for you. So you've said that you throw out 99 of every hundred songs you write, which is wild to me. <laughs> Um, And then I kind of rambled on I guess I was drunk when I did this No way (laughs) (laughs) So anyway it goes on to say I I write a lot of like little pieces of things over time Then I kind of sit on them And you know years later they'll come back So do you just like totally throw out a whole bunch of stuff Or do you sit on things for a while I do I I say that I say that you know know, That is something I've said to a lot of you know, singer songwriters is yeah. I, I I throw out ninety nine of the hundred songs I write, but uh, I sit. I do sit on phrases. You know, there'll be there'll be things I, I you know phrases and songs. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm mean. not literally throwing the whole damn thing out, but like, you know, not. But like, we're gonna we're gonna hang on to a few of these nuts and bolts for the next one. But mm-hmm. like, we're mm-hmm. we're gonna we're we're gonna throw this particular thing out. We're gonna keep a couple tidbits here and there. You know, and that's I, I you know. So yeah, I'm, I'm I'm exaggerating a little bit. I do throw like I will straight up throw out like I have I have done it many many times of just throw out the whole fucking oh, yeah. thing yeah. of just like I reread it and like this is bad, <laughs> this is I, like this is really bad. Uh-huh. Like, you know, how old was I when I wrote this? And I look, I'm like, holy shit, 1998. I was so stupid mm-hmm. that this you know, some and you know, but then there's other things that I wrote when I was that when I was super young that are so simple and so sweet. That I and I haven't recorded them, but I still have them, mm-hmm. and like I want to, I, I, you know, there's a few like you know, and they're they're they'll be coming out. Yeah, when the time is right. Yeah, no, and it's well now that now that we have this like this the studio set up in here, um, the like writing has become more of a thing. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, and uh, well, just just last week, I uh, a friend of mine passed away, Gary O'Neill, who was a a great. Uh, songwriter, really funny guy. He was a, he was a, he was one of the cats who would be at the open mic down in Clark at Paragon on the Wednesday nights when I was hosting every week there. Um, but he was there like at least he'd he'd be in there at least every other week, and he'd come by and he like he'd come in and he and he'd, he'd sing his he you know, he'd sing his three or four songs 
and he'd have a Coca-Cola and he'd tip a dollar and he'd leave. And like, you know, just he he wrote such funny stuff. Mm-hmm. And he when I, like I heard just last Monday night I heard that he passed away. And when I got home, I just started writing cuz, you know, inspiration hits you uh-huh. know? and it's the it's it's the one really frustrating thing for me as a songwriter is usually the inspirational stuff hits me between like 1 a.m and 6 a.m yeah so and then and then i'm also a dad so i have to be like you know alert and attentive to to a to a, a year and a half year old baby for you know for the day and like make sure it doesn't catch anything on fire or you know hurt, hurt herself <laughs> so that's that's been a little frustrating because i'll look at the clock at like 2 30 like I gotta go to bed. I gotta go to bed, and then it's four o'clock. I gotta go to bed, yeah. and then it's five thirty. I better just go make breakfast. Oh. <laughs> That's happened a couple of times. Uh, Must be tough. It's it's worth it. It's mm-hmm. worth it because it's you know it's how, you know, if this if this is gonna be my writing process for the foreseeable future, I'm just gonna have to you know learn how to roll with it. Or figure out how to write something at three o'clock in the afternoon. Like, what the? F- who fucking writes three in the afternoon? <laughs> yeah, it's funny. This uh, this, this guy I was I was playing with last night was was talking about how he'll he'll wake up and like his kids playing drums at six a.m. I'm thinking like, Jesus, man, I can't even think about music until at least twelve, maybe one. Right. <laughs> Well, I'm guessing his kid doesn't drink yet. Uh, I, I should hope not. <laughs> I think he's seven. Oh, uh, maybe. Well, he's old enough. Yeah, in okay. Ireland, in like right in France, he could drink wine in France. Oh. So, <laughs> so yeah, no, I don't. Write, I, I, I guess yeah, I don't throw out ninety nine. Call it. For, it's probably closer to like seventy five. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's 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 fun to exaggerate. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I, I say that just to kind of get get the point across of. You, you failure is always an option that is so true and you're gonna have to fail a lot to get what you want mm-hmm. big time yeah it's a lot of trial and error it's a lot of a lot of taking chances and knowing like knowing when to take a chance and then knowing when to hold on like hold on and like you know wait because mm-hmm. sometimes it's better to wait sometimes it's better to, like you know you see everyone jumping in, into the river everyone's having a good time jumping in the river. great yeah and then you, they didn't look down. There's alligators. Oh, uh oh. And that looks like that last scene in uh, in uh, 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 last uh, Temple of Doom. Oh, uh, remind me when 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 they're fighting on the rope bridge and Andy cuts the rope oh, bridge. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he takes yeah, takes the stones. The guy falls spinning and he just lands on the and the alligators. Uh-huh. And you see the reaction shot of of, of uh, short round and the lady that uh, St- that Steven Spielberg was fucking. <laughs> I can't remember the actress's name, but that's how she got the part. I don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually just watched that recently. I can't believe I forgot about it already. That movie's that movie's so goofy. Like Raiders was great. Raider, mm-hmm. Raiders was fucking awesome. Temple of Doom felt like a like a comic book. Yeah, you know. Uh huh. And then Last Crusade was just like this complete fixed it fixed it fixed Temple of Doom. You know, because yeah. like all of a sudden he's like, he's good again. Like I don't know, I didn't. That's bonkers. I, I don't know. It, Temple of Doom was just kind of too. It, it was just too corny. I don't know. Yeah, eh. I'm looking at it through very cynical eyes. I suppose it was a movie. It was a movie. I was entertained, but like, <laughs> does it hold up? Sorta. <laughs> I don't know. I like the I like the original formula of Indiana Jones. 
of gotta go get it before the Nazis do. Oh yeah. Like yeah, that's yeah. It, like that'll always be the perfect go to bad guy for any movie. <gasps> Nazis. Mm-hmm. Just 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 oh my god, fascists are here. We've got a room full of Nazis. We should do something about this. Yeah. They're a perfect like them and thank God, you know, thank God Vladimir Putin has given America, you know, a white bad guy for the next fifteen years. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, nobody's ever going to be like, oh, you know, they shouldn't have portrayed the Nazis that way. Right? <laughs> you know what that makes that person? A Nazi. A Nazi. <laughs> no, a Nazi sympathizer, oh, yeah. which is even worse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so. Uh-oh. Want to hear the dirty joke? <laughs> okay. All right, so what do, you, what do you say to a woman you just had sex with who happens to also be a veteran? I don't know. Say, thank you for your cervix. <laughs> That's so good. And then you got to, this is where you got to put in like the canned laughter. <laughs> yeah. post. Can you do that? Can do we have, that. do we have that? Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I got a good, I got a good one for you. <laughs> Go. <laughs> oh no, not a good joke. Good sound effect. Oh, okay. 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 So, uh, next question. Yeah. Actually, you've already kind of started answering it. What do you, what do you like to write about? Do you like to do serious things? Do you like to do goofy things? I've heard you do both. I like doing like all of it. Like if I, if I have a story to tell, um, it's really about conveying a point. Mm-hmm. Usually then there's songs like Anita Beaver, <laughs> which there really is not much of a point to that. We were really high when we wrote that. Um, <laughs> but, but I, well, the point of that song, the point of Anita Beaver was I had a crush on a girl named Bevan. So I wrote, and we all, and all our friends called her Beaver. So I wrote a song. Oh, because I had a crush on Bevan. She was smoke show. She's really cute. Um, it's an interesting name. Bevan. Yeah. I've only, and I've met like three what? in my life, but like it's, it is an odd name, right? You know, I met a guy named Tomothy. Yeah. What the hell? I love that guy. <laughs> He's great, but like Tomothy, that's, that's got to be. I thought it was a joke. That's got to be a typo. When he signed his that, name. No, that's got to be a typo at, like, at the hospital. Like, you know. <laughs> And then it's just like on his birth certificate, and they're like, "Oh, I guess it's, I, we were going to be Tim, but it's Tom Tomothy now. I guess Tomothy, <laughs> Tomothy is such. Oh, he, he's he's actually very talented. Oh uh, yeah, he is. He's very talented. Super tall. I don't like when very I don't like when when talented people are also very tall. Because <laughs> like, what you? Oh, you're that. Oh, you got everything then, huh? You you you're, you're really good at what you do, and you can reach the top shelf. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> It's not fair. It's not fair. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, you never know what you're gonna write about. I guess, huh? Not really. Um, you know, if I've written some songs in the past that were like funny with a message, like I wrote a song uh, called BPWTF. I think you could still find it on YouTube. Ooh. But it was right after the BP spill in the Gulf. Oh, the big one, yeah. Yeah, like that nasty, horrible, horrible, you know, gut-wrenching to see, mm-hmm. like, you know, why haven't we done electric cars by now? How is this still a thing kind of accident? Um, but I wrote a song called BPWTF. It was like, and like, it's like the chorus was like, just fuck BP was the chorus. <laughs> I, I, something, something like that. But like, you know, but it had a really good message. It had a really, really good message, but I was getting, it, I was getting the point across with humor, you know? And I've written some songs, like, like you know, like a breakup song is usually not going to be a funny song mm-hmm. when I, if I write it. If I'm writing like if I'm writing a, like a like a like a like a love song like a love story or something like something to that effect, I'm 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 gonna try and focus as much as possible on it. You know, mm-hmm. if it's if it's something personal, 
it'll it'll usually be more sincere. If I'm if I'm looking outward for at the story, if I'm looking you know at the story unfolding, I'm probably gonna make fun of it. Ah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that makes perfect sense. I guess it does. You know, I don't. I I haven't really poked fun at myself in song. Huh. I should. Yeah. Paul Simon made a made a killing doing that. <laughs> I should really make fun of myself some more. Every time I do it, it's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone just ends up going, oh. <laughs> just, uh, you know, not so much making fun of myself, just shitting on myself. <laughs> so uh, when, um, w- when you do write stuff, do you, uh, do you like, do you write as a poem or, or do you like do prose or do you do? You, well, I guess part two, do you like to write lyrics first or do you like to write music first or does it not matter? Um, it'll usually start with the word and not the whole thing, mm-hmm. like like the first phrase and whether that first phrase becomes like the chorus or what or the first line of the song or whatever. It'll start with like a phrase and then and then I'll and then I'll grab the zook and sit there and like you know, think about like think about and then I'll start to think about like what key. Mm-hmm. And then just kinda like it kinda it starts with the word, but it really happens together. Like like they have to they like the like the hands have to fold together. Yeah, yeah. For it to come for it to gel for me. Like I can't write the whole I can't write every word out and then set it to music. Mm-hmm. It did that. That's never been my process. It's been like the first couple words come yeah, out and then start and then just start strumming until I hear something that kind of strikes my ear. And then, you know, does this work? Does this not work? You know, that's, you know, and, and, and a lot of songs get thrown out that way, <laughs> but I'll keep the, I'll keep that one phrase uh-huh. and see if I can use it for something else. You know, there you go. It was funny as I was, as I was writing last week when I was writing that song for, uh, and it was totally, it was totally about Gary. Totally about Gary O'Neill, um, and 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 but not like not totally. It was also about just you know, it, we lost. I've lost a lot of people in the past couple of years. Yeah, and I know like you you've dealt with loss as well. At, uh-huh. Everybody has. Uh-huh. It's been it's been fucking it's been insane. Yeah, um, especially lately. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, it was about you know it was kind of just like you know this the song. It's not done yet. It's coming. It's coming together. It's coming together pretty well, I think. But I had to stop writing. Because I realized while I was the the riff I was trying to do, it ended up being the riff for "Sweet Child of Mine." Ah, uh, I was like, "Oh, ooh, isn't right. that the worst?" You hate, don't you hate that when you accidentally start plagiarizing? Yeah, <laughs> but I like I like and then but but at the same time I was like, "Oh, cool! Now I can cover Sweet Child of Mine." <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> I, and I never even I like I've never I, I like Guns N' Roses. Like I'll, I'll, there's a couple I like I'll I cover I used to love her but I had to kill her. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've heard you do that. One. Yeah, I, I wrap it into Dead Flowers because it's the same song. Mm. They're literally the same song, um, so they go so well together. But I was like, you know, all of a sudden, like I'm playing this. No, damn it! All right, okay. So I closed the book. I stopped writing words, and I put the zook down. I went to and I went upstairs and went to bed. I was like, all right, we're going to come back to this. And I came back to a couple a couple nights later. And I started messing around with some other stuff, with another. I, I changed. I changed the key, and 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 fucked with the riff a bit more, so it didn't sound like Sweet Child of Mine anymore. So instead of being in in uh, 
in D. We're we're in we're in E flat now. So. Ah. Simple changes like that can really help you. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that at the uh, the at the show I was doing last night. We we played. Are you gonna go my way? That's a banger. Yeah, and damn, damn, we also damn, did. Boom, 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 boom. boom oh, yeah, that boom, riff's so good. That is so good. <laughs> I fucking love Lenny Kravitz. That that fucking album is so good on so many levels. Uh-huh. Early Lenny Kravitz was so good. So damn good. He got he did what every other rock star does. He got he got really popular. He sold out every seat in the house. Yeah, you know they say it's bad to sell out. I don't I don't, I don't agree with that. I don't either. You got to the point where you are now part of pop culture society. You were part of that world. Take the money mm-hmm. and shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you sing when you're told to sing. You do what you're told. Don't show your wiener to anybody anymore. It's oh, yeah. embarrassing. Well, that was an accident. <laughs> Happy accident for the front row. <laughs> Glad no one lost an eye. <laughs> See how we did that song, and we also did Voodoo Child. And mm. as I'm like listening to both of these, trying to like get the melody in my head, they uh, they both do the. They're they're both very similar, but they're yeah. they're different. They're different. Though they're different, but like and I was like, I never noticed this before. If I wasn't listening to these two songs right now, I never would have known. Yeah, and like if Lenny Kravitz hadn't been listening to Voodoo Child, would Are You Gonna Go My Way have sounded the way it did? I don't know. Probably not. Probably not. Probably not because we're in the business of ripping off. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's me. That's music. <laughs> yep. Yep. Sure is. Oh, you. What do you? You know, and like. What are we gonna do? Cause, like, there's been every chord progression's been written. Every yeah. possible combination of chords has been done. So what's left? Nah, I don't Not know. a lot. Not a lot. There's like so we're gonna you know we're gonna end up ripping each other off once in a while. The, mm-hmm. the, the key is is to not be dumb about it. Yeah. Like what's his face? Like Robin Thicke. Oh yeah, what was that thing? Uh, he, Tom Petty song "Won't Back Down." He basically just ripped. Wasn't was it Robin Thicke? Am I thinking that? I don't know. Uh, you're talking about a a won't back down. Yeah, yeah. but then um, uh, the, 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 um, uh, what the hell was any of that song? I think I think it was Robin Thicke. That's the guy who did uh, the. <laughs> No, you want me? No, you want me? Oh, that! <laughs> oh, that one. That was a ripoff of something too, right? Everything's a ripoff. <laughs> Everything's a ripoff, dude. That's Hollywood, baby. That's what we do. You kidding me? Turn on TV. Like, like everything's a ripoff of something else. Uh-huh. You know, like I'm watching. Like wow, we were watching. We were watching. We were watching Wrexham. Oh, you were telling me about and that. I'm not going to give anything away, but like I was tell I I I knew what was going to happen because of the 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 change in the music and the change in the narration and like who's talking about what, where is this going? All of a sudden they start talking about how much this player loves this town, blah blah blah. Oh, he got cut. And she's like, "How do you know? Listen to the music." <laughs> Everything just went minor. <laughs> Everything just went minor. He got cut. You know, this guy's talking, you know, Oh, I'm, I can't get anything away, but like, I like it's a really good show. I'm, I'm, I enjoyed it. We 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 finished the season. It was very, very good. I, I'm very funny, but um, 
it made me it 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 accidentally taught me uh English football, which I'm mad about because like I learned something, oh. and now like now I now I kind of know what's going on during a football game. You don't like watching it? I was never a soccer fan or a football fan. I don't know. I'm I'm not I'm it's not too, either. It's, it's too slow moving, and a game that ends in a tie just seems really stupid to me. Mm. But then I looked and like when when they they talk about how the the league is structured and like it's a point system, so like you get such and such amount of points if you win, you get such a, like you get less points, but you do get points in a draw, mm-hmm. and then you get no points if you lose. So right. like, oh, okay, all right. So if it's a tie, they still. You know, it's 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 it still matters. Yeah, it's better than a loss. Oh, okay, all right, I get it now. <laughs> Stupid, but um, but yeah, but, but you, like watching the show, I knew it was going to happen because of the music. Because yeah, I mean, it, and like it's part of the uh, music's a part of the thing. Yeah, well, like you know, like when you're doing it, like when you're doing a soundtrack for a television show, you, it's part of the narrative. It's part of the, you know, mm-hmm. like, it's like you know, that's the word I like was at, looking for. At, like at the end of the like, end of an episode of Full House, you know, you're about to hear the lesson when the violins kick up and 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 Bob <laughs> and Bob Saget takes a knee, mm-hmm. you know, and grabs an Olsen twin. <laughs> Sounds so weird when you put it that way, doesn't it? <laughs> when I don't say Danny Tanner and Michelle, when I say Bob Saget grabs one of the Olsen twins and takes a knee, that gets <laughs> ominous, doesn't it? Ooh, that gets ominous. I bet Bob Saget would have loved that joke. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, Michelle. Let me just put my my finger in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Um Okay, uh, this is actually the last one I have, and then, oh. and then we're just gonna we're gonna free ball it for uh, for the rest of the time. Oh, how did you know I'm not wearing underwear? I, don't know. I had a feeling. Just kind of the way they're sitting, isn't it? I knew I smelled something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, like album album flow track track list, is that something that you care about? Is that something that you think about all the time? All the time. I when I when I put out that EP. Um, which you can find on Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you steal your music from, boys and girls. It's called "I've Been Called Worse." Um, when I was when I like the EP was written and done, like we had everything was mastered, and I spent days putting that putting the track list in order. Yeah, it's so important. You can't you can't throw that together, and like it's 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 not. It's, I think I think it's become less important to some some people these days because no one listens to an entire album. Mm. Ever, I feel like I'm probably one of the, like I I feel so alone sometimes when I sit and like I've like I've sat and listened to an entire record without any you know without stopping or you know anything mm-hmm. just I'll, like it's there's probably more people than you think I hope so I hope so like I know you do mm-hmm. you know when you can like like you're you're an audiophile like you you really get into music. You're real like it takes you places. You've mm-hmm. you've texted me after listening to a Thin Lizzy album. Like I'm crying. Yeah, <laughs> I've done that a few times. Yeah, and like I'm like and I, I'm like I get it. I totally get it, dude. If you need, I, I, do, you want me to come over? Like I'll, like I would just and I would have. I totally would have just like drove drove to your house and just gotten out and like given you a hug. Oh, and then and like maybe like a, like a glass of water and like like brought from home like <laughs> like out of the car. <laughs> Have it spilled all yeah, over. Your- all over. All over. It's on my <laughs> shirt. It's on my pants. But I give you this like one third full glass of water. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. No, but, um no track list is really important. And it's like you look you look at bands 
like back when bands get really gave a shit about that you like like you look at um you know nirvana they like that like you can you know they took time you know, like mm-hmm. you you listen to a foo fighter album you know that they sat and they took time and thought about what's in going in what order mm-hmm. how do you want to tell this story because an album is you know it can, it can just be you know 10 songs or whatever you know that that are good or it can have a flow exactly and that's why led zeppelin is the greatest band in the world mm. and because everything had such a flow there was a beginning and a middle and an end to every album and there was a cr- massive crescendo big crashes mm-hmm. drops it's a roller coaster i guess yeah like even um like before cd's you had a thing about side A and side B mm-hmm, too, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, because because you know that that had to be a hard stop at the end of side A, mm-hmm. you know, you know, or or you know you can go the other way and have it you know have the song continue onto the next side, uh-huh. which which some bands have done like like the Allman, the Allman Brothers band did that on a couple of tracks like uh, the, like how does that work? You just flip the record over and it's it, like it's a slow it's a quiet fade out. Oh, okay. And then it pick it picks up on the next on the when you flip it over. It picks up like four seconds into that fade, so you really don't lose anything. And if there was a way to go from side A to side B without anything stopping, they would have. And then came eight track. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Things started to come together. Yeah, it's you know it's interesting. Like that was the the way we thought about albums was based on the format. Mm-hmm. When it was just and when everything was singles, it didn't matter. And then albums became a thing, and most albums were like best ofs. They would just like grab like five singles, mm. A sides, B sides, and put it on a long play. And then it was, then it was like, oh, we got to think about this. The Beatles got stoned, and 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 Bob Dylan uh, fucking got all Jack Kerouac on everyone's ass, and like we had to think about this. <laughs> now we're telling a fucking story, man. Now we're now it's a message, man. <laughs> so like, you know, but like in the format that that we work in now. We don't have to worry about flipping sides. I looked at it like I was making a CD, mm-hmm. not not a not a digital play. So, yeah. the, like you know, when listening to that physical copy, um, you know, where is it going to start? Where is it going to end? Um, and I was actually really grateful because when we when when we released the thing and it was on put, first put on Spotify, you go to play the album and it would automatically be on shuffle. And a, oh. and Adele wrote to the CEO of Spotify and was like, "Fix your shit." I put out a new album and nobody knows what fucking order it's supposed to be in. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, I so don't remember I, this. It was just it was like a year and a half ago, but Adele fucking fixed that shit. Huh? God bless her. Yeah. What a legend. What a fucking legend. What a great talent and what a fucking strong lady. She what is, a fucking tough broad. She's so good. Oh man, I would totally make out with Adele. <laughs> totally. I remember when any when any she... any weight. Like I'm like like she's all skinny now, like and super good for you, but like. I don't know. I, I thought Thick Adele could get it too. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I remember when she broke onto the scene. It was uh it was my freshman year of college and she had this video on MTVU, which was playing in the in the dining hall. Mm-hmm. It's called Chasing Pavements. Mm. It was a great song. That was before that was that was the album before like the like the rolling in the deep and, and stuff like that. So that was it's not as it's not as well known as as the next album, but really, really good. And I was like, "Wow, 
That's a voice. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah, a, that, yeah. That's a, that's a make the room stop and turn around voice. Uh-huh. And yeah, that's like just what a powerhouse. What a fucking powerhouse voice. Like that's like, you know, a once in a generation kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But like like she's our, you know, she's our generation's like Dusty Springfield. Oh. You know, I'm just trying to like cuz you can't say Aretha cuz you know, she's American <laughs> and black. It's like <laughs> yeah, can't call her a white Aretha. That something about that just doesn't sit right. Yeah, but I'll, I, Dusty, and that's a compliment. Dusty Springfield, a fucking, that was a beautiful powerhouse, powerhouse voice. Mm. You know, I'd give her a Dusty. <laughs> that sounded bad. I'm sorry, Adele. Um. Ooh, I just, <laughs> I just thought of another one. Shvuy Adele. When, when, huh? Shvuy Adele. You know the pastry that uh, Shvuy Adele. No, I don't. It's an Italian pastry. But uh, what we were when when Al and I were driving uh, across country or across might as well be across fucking country. Pennsylvania can suck a dick. <laughs> Boring ass drive. We were driving. We were driving out to Pittsburgh, and to pass the time, somebody had posted on Facebook like ruin a band name by turning it into a food. Ah. So like we went and we went off because we had five hours to kill, and I'm just driving going like Led Zeppelin. Yeah. And like and like um. Uh, porno for gyros. <laughs> like I was coming up with some bangers, but I just just thinking about Adele made me think about it. Shvuya Adele. Okay. <laughs> All right, there you go. Sorry, I just, Al's gonna hear this later, and she'll be the only one who laughs at that. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what this pastry is. What is it? It's um, it's kind of like a, it's it's like a flaky pastry with like it's got like a, it's like a like a okay. like a creamy like, something. All right, like a like a weird English muffin. No, no, like a lighter, fluffy, flaky pastry oh, thing. Like a, and and delicious, unlike an English muffin, which has corners when oh, you toast it for no good reason. I like English muffin. You know what the best thing to do with an English muffin is? What? Put it on put a burger on it. I have done that. It yeah. is good. My grandpa used to do that and like you know, he would like, you know, in the wintertime if you wanted a hamburger, mm-hmm. English muffin in the toaster. Yeah, yeah. Burger on a pan. And then he just mayonnaise. A little bit of onion and lettuce, uh-huh. boom, delicious. Yeah. That's to me. That's the only acceptable way to eat an English muffin these days. I, uh, I have. I can't yeah. remember the last time I deliberately ate one without a burger on it. <laughs> I did pretty recently. I, I I like a if if I'm not real hungry, like you know, just a English muffin with like a ton of butter on it. That's 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 good for me. I've been grabbing like not to sound bougie, but I've been going more for uh, croissant, uh-huh. a croissant in the morning. Make him, make him yourself. Just no, no. Store bought, <laughs> store bought, yeah. store bought. I'm not, I'm uh, not that bougie. We're not, we're not Martha Stewart in it up in here. Although, know. although after Al hears this, she's like, I can make fucking croissants. Yeah, I, be her new fucking life's mission. I don't even know how to make. I, I, I don't know. Maybe that's a good challenge. Mm. Maybe, maybe we should give it a try. We'll have a croissant call. I should call my home ec teacher from high school. Yeah, got, like, got, got Ms. her number, huh? Miss Guida. Miss Guido, can you can you tell me how to make croissants? <laughs> you mean croissants? Yeah, croissants. <laughs> you know what I did the other day, which which is a, such a stupid idea, but actually turned out. You to stick be, your wiener in a tailpipe. Mm, yeah, but the <laughs> other thing I did, <laughs> I put hot sauce on pizza. It was actually really good. I think I might have told you this before, but my my pal Andy. Super tall Andy Matram, mm-hmm. the nicest giant in the world, mm-hmm. um, who's also uh, 
he's bionic at this point. He's, he's, he's that's right. He's more machine now than man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, uh, I was at his house a couple of years ago, longer, four years ago, I'll say. Shit. Mike was still kind of homeless. Time doesn't make sense. But uh, I know. Thanks, COVID. Cunts. Um, but what, I'm hanging out at Andy's house. We're smoking weed. It's super late at night. We're like we're, we're jamming in his basement and we're writing and smoking weed and writing and smoking weed and having a good time. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, I'm like, he's like, are you hungry? I'm like, yeah, man, I could eat. I got some pizza upstairs. Let's go upstairs. <laughs> that's that's not me making fun of. Him. That's how he's, he he talks. He talks like this. His voice is even deeper than that. Oh, dude, he's, it's like it's like if James Earl Jones was at the bottom of a well. <laughs> <laughs> His voice is so deep. It's so cool. But uh, he's such a nice guy. I love Andy to pieces. He's just one of the, he's he's one of my oldest friends. He's really great people. But anyway, so we go up into his kitchen. He's like, "You want some pizza?" Yeah, I can go for some pizza. Oh, you're going to try this. And he pulls out a slice of pepperoni pizza from like, it was like, you know, leftovers from the, like that that evening's dinner. Like, you know, <laughs> and he puts it in the toaster oven. But before he puts it in the toaster oven, he gives it a little sprinkle of cinnamon. Oh. I was blown away. I thought he was, I thought he was taking crazy pills. <laughs> Who put cinnamon on pizza? What the fuck are we doing on a, on a pepperoni pizza? Oh, what are we doing? You did tell me about it. It was so good. It was so fucking good. And like that's like I haven't I I, I should have done it last week. We had we we ordered pizza when Dodie was in town. Fuck. Next time I order pizza, cinnamon on that pepperoni pie. I wonder It's so good. I don't I can't explain why. It's that it's that z- the zing of the cinnamon with the with the with the heat of the pepperoni, you know, mm-hmm. the spiciness, like the the mild spiciness of the pepperoni, but like it just they oh my god. Dude, everyone should try that. And Andy Matram is who you thank for it. I wonder if, you, he, if it makes you sick, Andy Matram, who you blame for this. <laughs> it's not my fault. It's Andy Matram's idea. Do you have to do it as a reheat thing or can you do it live? I don't know. It, I don't know. I've only done it with re, with what I've like thrown pizza in the toaster. I would suspect I've not it's done more it, of a reheat thing. I've not done it on a, on a fresh pie. And that's a good question. That is a very good question. Well, listeners, let us know. Yeah. Leave uh, leave leave it in the comment section. Yes, or else. <laughs> do we have a comment section? Um. Yeah. Oh yeah. I guess yeah, we, do. we We got a comment section. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea how the internet works. Yeah, it's it's weird, man. Nothing makes sense. <laughs> I'm scared of everybody, <laughs> and everyone makes me mad, and that's my that's my takeaway on the internet. Uh, <laughs> actually, that that's that's kind of a good a good question. I I got an email today that somebody left a. A comment on one of my YouTube videos, which was very nice. Um, do you, do you get comments from time to time on something, and you're like, "What? I don't remember." Oh, huh. Okay. Somebody watch this. All right. Yeah. Um, it happened when I was like when I was doing the the Happy Fun Time show mm-hmm. during lockdown. You know, people would you know I, you know a lot of folks are doing this. I know you did a few, you did you did a few videos too, but I was uh-huh. I was doing like a weekly. Yeah. Two hour show, yeah. <laughs> Just because I, I was losing my goddamn mind, <laughs> <laughs> had to do something, and uh, people were and people were tipping. There were some days where I'd made like four hundred bucks. There were some, you know, wow. some days I made like twenty. Some days I made, I, some days I made nothing. But there were some good days where like I had just like like a lot of people tuned in, and I had people watch it later that day. They like they'd watch it on, on, on like rerun, I guess, like, <laughs> yeah. after it had already posted and and and, and stuff. The, the ones that didn't get pulled down. Mm. Um, and I, like, it was like, like, it was like five, six months ago, somebody watched 
the Happy Fun Time show. Oh. And it was like it was one of the it was one of the uh, shows that I did that got like two thousand views, and I guess Facebook kept it in the algorithm. And it was a really odd comment, um, I, and I, I I clicked on the guy's you know page, like I clicked on his name to see like who who are you, where the fuck are you from, and how did you like how are you seeing this? Uh-huh. And he's in India. Uh-huh. I'm like okay. He's like he's like I loved it. You're so you're so funny. Wow. I loved it. I'm like I'm okay. So I'm like. I'm I'm big in this guy's living room. <laughs> I'm like the most funny guy in this guy's living room for a night. Cool, I'll take it. But it was yeah. just so it was like the show aired like the first time I like I I it's like a show from two years ago that I did. Mm-hmm. And it's still there, and like I was like I, I didn't even know it was still fucking on my Facebook page, <laughs> and I don't know how this guy even found it. I can't imagine. I can, I, I know I shared it to a lot, like a lot of different like pages and platforms and stuff, but like I, I how he saw it two years later is just really weird. Yeah, I guess you never you never know where something's gonna pop up. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's why they make the herpes medication. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, boy. yeah, that's what are we doing. That's not good. Are we at time yet? No, we are not. No, we are not. We've got about ten minutes left, my oh friend. Oh my god, this is taking forever. What would you? <laughs> I guess you really are uncomfortable talking about yourself. I am. <laughs> I see. I keep fucking throwing, like throwing it off tangents and shit. <laughs> well, no. At least they were all like softball questions. Yeah, know? I didn't. I didn't ask you. Th- you didn't like ask. You, you didn't like hold up the doll and ask me where where they touched me and like. Let me. Ooh. Okay. What's your biggest fear in life? Uh. Alligators, you're you're that afraid of alligators? No, no, I'm just kidding. Oh. Um, my biggest fear in life mm-hmm. is that I don't live long enough to see my daughter uh, graduate college. Ah, oh, yeah. That I'm was... an old I'm an old man. I'm for, I'm 40 years old, and she's not even two years old. Like, I could get sick and die, you know. And as I sit here and light a cigarette, I'm not helping it at all. But um, <laughs> yeah, that, I think uh... I I. That is a serious I thing. I look at myself in the mirror and I ask myself, like, how long do you think you got left? I look at myself and like, hmm, if I keep drinking water and like eating like a few vegetables a week, I should be okay to at least 70, right? Yeah, I, I, think so. I, I think I got 70 in me. If I got my teeth fixed, maybe 75. <laughs> but like, um, yeah, that that's probably the, the biggest thing that scares me right now mm. is will I, will I live to see my daughter graduate college? If she decides to go to college, mm-hmm. first she's got to go to trade school, and then music school. <laughs> but for, before she goes to music school, she's got to learn how to. She's got to get her forklift ticket. She's got to be able to drive a forklift. I think that's a fine idea. She'll never find a, a man if she can't drive a forklift. <laughs> she won't be able to pick him up. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a funny story. So, um, our neighbor. This guy uh, down here, uh, I, I can't remember his name. He's a nice fella. He's lost a lot of weight and hasn't bought new clothes yet. <laughs> so every time he goes anywhere, he's constantly pulling up his pants. Oh. <laughs> but he's lost a lot of weight. Like, good for him. Like, yeah, that's yeah, great. He's a nice fella. Uh-huh. Like, so I'm outside. My, my, mother just, my, my, my mother just parked, and she's walking up to the house. And I walk out. I'm like, hi, Ma. And she, like, as, as my mother gets closer, I, I, see, I see him walking towards us. Like, you got a ladder? What? 
You got a ladder? No, I don't. Really? Yeah, I really don't have a ladder. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I really don't have a ladder. Why? Why? What's up? Well, I just locked myself out of my house. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, you poor bastard. <laughs> I, I could see my bedroom windows open just a little bit. I think I can get in if I had a ladder. I'm like, I don't have a ladder, man. If I did, I would totally let you borrow my ladder because that sucks. And then he starts walking away back to his house. For what? I have no idea because you can't get in. <laughs> <laughs> but now, and, and then it hits me like my neighbor two doors down. Bo, that's a dude who has a ladder. Ah. That dude's got a ladder. Well, his name is Bo. Yeah. His name's Bo. Yeah. You know, dude's got a ladder. Uh, so he like it, it clicked in my head as, he, as he's like maybe 10 feet from his front door. I'm like, hey, man, I bet Bo's got a ladder. And he snaps around and starts running back towards me. Oh, yeah. Bo definitely has a ladder. And he's like pulling up his pants the whole time. I'm like, like I'm, I'm like, I'm not laughing at him. I'm laughing with him. But at the same time, like, dude, just buy some suspenders. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, I, I, yeah, I get it. Ill-fitting clothes. I understand. I'm a fat fan, too. But, like. <laughs> was he not wearing a belt? He was in, like, workout clothes. Oh. So, like, everything's baggy. <laughs> okay. You know, it's not his fault. But then, yeah. like, and then, like, I watched him. He borrowed the ladder. Bo totally had a ladder. Of course he does. <laughs> but um, and then I, I watched him like an asshole, not not helping, not helping. I'm a total asshole, total fucking <laughs> asshole. But I'm standing in front of my garage, watching him climb the ladder on his, from his back patio to the to his bedroom window, and the whole time I'm just like, please don't fall, please don't fall, please don't fall, please don't fall. It'd be kind of funny if you fell. It'd be kind of funny if you well, fell. It'd be funny to see, but but like, like but then like but then but then like but then I started to remember like that's that's a concrete patio. It would be funny to see, but then I have to call an EMT. <laughs> so please don't fall, please don't fall, please don't fall, please don't fall, and he doesn't fall. And then I watched him tr- like try and get the screen off the window, uh-huh. and like he's trying to very you know he's trying to get his fucking his fingers in the in like the grooves yeah. like uh, like between the the screen and the wind and the window frame to like cat burglar to pull it out and he can't oh Cause, no because because that's they're built that way so you can't do that so they just he, i hear him just go fuck it and he just like punches a hole in the screen <laughs> and like i see i see him just take his finger it's like like just like rip the screen and then just grab the window and Pull it open, and he made it. And I was like, "Yay!" I'm like standing in front of him, "Yay! You did it! You did it!" Yeah, I mean, at, at that you. point, a, a screen breaking a screen is totally worth it. Yeah, to- no, totes. He no, he made the right move. He yeah. made, he he couldn't like you know, unless he borrowed my phone, he couldn't even call a fucking locksmith because he locked himself out of the house. He didn't. Oh man, he was no fucked. phone, no nothing. Yeah. You know, and he's like apologizing to me when he's asking. I'm sorry to bother you. I just saw you were outside, and like. Sorry to, you're fine. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay, neighbor. It's all right. I can't. What the hell is his name? Anyway, who cares? Yeah, he's a very nice guy. That's good. But, yeah, uh, you you do have very nice neighbors. We've got some great neighbors. I like. I'm really jazzed with where we live because like we have some like like sitcom level kooky neighbors here. You know, Adam and Jensen next door are like the normalest people. <laughs> live here <laughs> the gay couple next door is the normalest couple that i know <laughs> they are so like like that is like if like as far as like relationship relationship goals go mm-hmm. they're it because oh they are they get along so well so and great. yeah they fight yeah they bicker because like every couple Everybody does, does but they they don't 
yeah, yeah. They're just the sweetest guys in the whole in the whole wide world. And it's like, but like the cast of characters around us, <laughs> I wouldn't have it any other way. I love I love my crazy neighbors. I fucking love my crazy neighbors. It's such a cool thing to have. I've hated so many neighbors that I've had yeah. that, like all the places I've lived, I really I can count on, I can count on three fingers. The amount of nice neighbors I had after moving out of Cedar Knolls. Mm. I love the neighborhood I grew up in. Uh, like, you know, I, I, growing up, I loved my neighbors. And as soon as I left home, it got worse. Mm. Like my neighbors, my neighbors in LA were okay. When I lived in Los Angeles, I had some pretty cool neighbors. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Aaron, Aaron was cool. Aaron got us booze. We were nineteen. He's a good dude. Yeah. And he and he helped us find weed. He's a good dude. Ooh. And I met Billy Idol with him. Anyway. Hey, <laughs> but um, but then after that, like my my neighbors in Morristown and my roommates in Morristown were shit. Um, my neighbors when I lived in Phoenix, all of them were just the worst, just Ooh. the fucking worst. All the all the apartments that I lived in in Phoenix, the neighbors I had were just fucking awful. Just ugh. So fucking the the best person in the neighborhood in, in Phoenix was the tamale lady. Oh, I I would say that's not a, a stretch. Oh, it's oh she's the best. Every neighbor and every neighbor every neighborhood every Mexican neighborhood has a tamale lady, and every neighborhood in Phoenix is a Mexican neighborhood, which is fucking baller. <laughs> so every neighborhood's got a tamale lady, and it's usually she's it's usually a stolen shopping cart, <laughs> but you know nobody cares because it's filled with tamales and she just goes door to door tamales 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 that sounds cool and either you answer the door or you, or you don't and she goes out to the next door but if you answer that door she's got tamales and they are delicious oh. and they are two bucks a piece and they are worth every fucking penny and you don't <laughs> and you can grab a whole tray and be good for a week and you know, and like you know for, so for like 18 dollars you don't have to cut for the week. You just eat tamales and shit your and shit your brains out. Yeah, but well, that's worth it. But it's so worth it. They were so good. So yeah, my tamale ladies were great. Um, but yeah, I hated my neighbors when I lived in Phoenix, and then we lived in um, we lived in Oakwood Village, which is now Overlook. Overlook. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. <sighs> worst, the worst fucking neighbors, the fucking worst. Mm. And then I came to Wine Hill, and I fucking love it here. My neighbors are fucking crazy, and they're my kind of crazy. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's great. I can hang with this. I can hang with. I can hang with the neurotic. I can hang with the OCD ish. You know, they're not calling the cops. Mm-hmm. They're not having the cops called on them. Mm-hmm. Also good. That is good. So yeah, we all get along fine. I think. I, th- I think it's kind of a. I think it's kind of just an unwritten rule here. Don't call the cops. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's I a like good it. rule. That's a good rule. Because, like, unless you really need to call the cops, there's really no need to call the cops. Nah, no, there's not. No. It's really, it's a shame, too. Nine times out of ten, when, when someone calls 911 and they want, like, an ambulance, uh-huh. it's usually a cop that shows up first. Yeah. Which is kind of effed up. A, it's not their, it's not their department. Like, like, they shouldn't have to do this. You know, they might know CPR and first aid and stuff, but they are not a trained EMT. Mm-hmm. They shouldn't be that first response. They shouldn't need to be that first response. I'm speaking out for like, on their behalf. This is this is a job that they shouldn't have to do. Yeah. Um. I guess if they're close, it makes sense. Yeah. I, like I guess so. Like to a degree, but like, you know, 
like there was a wellness check that happened. There's an elderly lady lives around here, and there was a wellness check. And instead of instead of an EMT pulling up first, it was three cop cars. Oh, three. Yeah. I'm like, what? Is everything? I was like, is everything okay? Like, I was, I was out, I was out front, uh, just doing stuff, like you know, just skinning dead bodies. And I said, <laughs> excuse me, officer, is everything okay? <laughs> and he, and and the one turned around, you know, you know, thumbs folded into his fucking bulletproof vests, you know, because mine hill, you know, we might as well be in Palestine. <laughs> it's a wellness check. Oh, okay, it's a wellness check. So I was like, oh, then like I I knew what house they were going to. So man, maybe maybe her life alert went off or something. Yeah. They weren't here for long, but the fact that like the first response was three cop cars for a wellness check. Yeah, yeah. that's just like a little much. You guys are. This is a tiny town, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I bet you bet you fellas wish there was something else to do. <laughs> you know, like, if only we had like somebody running illegal moonshine. Through Ooh, through Mine Hill, that'd be fun. That would be great because then, like, there'd be an excuse, there'd be a reason to have like three cops show show up to anything. Let's do it. You good Kickstarter moonshine? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> if you send us twenty five dollars, we will. Uh, w- when the first barrel comes out that doesn't make you go blind, we will send you two seven seven fifty uh, milliliter bottles of your good moonshine. <laughs> you heard it here first. Very excited about this. And actually, to uh, to round out the night. That um, that goes perfectly into a question that I wrote down and forgot to ask you. Fire away. What keeps you here in New Jersey, huh? I love this state. I really do. I've lived I lived in a lot of different places. Um, family for sure is a big thing that keeps me here, but. New Jersey is a great place. It really is. It is. And I love this state so much. You can you it's it's got everything you could possibly need. Every anything you need is 20 minutes away. Except for the Jersey Shore. But the parkway yeah. tw- but the parkway's 20 minutes away. That's true. <laughs> so you're so you're 20 minutes closer to the Jersey Shore just by getting to the parkway. But like anything you could possibly need is here. So the some of the most creative minds have come from New Jersey or live in New Jersey mm. um, mm-hmm. for a time at least. Um, what keeps me in New Jersey? Um, I'll tell you what keeps me coming back, especially. Um, I don't know. The, pe- the people are great. The music is always good. There's always, there's always a, there's always somebody playing somewhere in New Jersey. There's always a concert happening somewhere in New Jersey, whether it's Atlantic city or Meadowlands or Prudential, or PNC, there's a concert happening every weekend somewhere. Somebody's doing a thing. And that's, you, you really can't say that about a lot of other places. Mm. There's a, like, you know, like there's a fucking concert, like a big show, you know. We got New York City right across the fucking, you know, right across the bridge. Mm-hmm. And once a month, Billy Joel's just selling out Madison Square Garden. That's fucking legend. That's so cool. Um, the music... The food, the food, the food yeah. is so much better here. I just, and it's just not. It sounds so fucking snotty, but fuck any other state for <laughs> even attempting to make bread or bagels <laughs> or pizza. Your bread is shit. Your your fucking your water is shit. I don't know what the fuck is wrong, but you just you're you're messing it up, man. 
Our bread is better. There's bakeries in Newark, New Jersey. Bakeries in Newark, New Jersey that are putting out superior product to anywhere, any artisanal bullshit, bougie Northern California. <laughs> we made this entire loaf of bread with 5,000 sunflower seeds. Great. <laughs> so you made, a, you, made, you made a suet. Okay. <laughs> I just, I don't like, like the, the food is so good here. The, like, I don't know. I'm biased. I grew up here, but like, it just makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, and we're we're planning on going to Ireland for a visit next year. And I'm really looking forward to it. Hell yeah! And we've, it's going to be awesome. We've been kicking around the idea of moving there, so the visit's going to be kind of like like a like a litmus test. Like, right? Does this make sense? Will I will I like it? Will they like me? Mm. You know, because mm-hmm. I'm like you know, I'm I have family there still. Like my grandfather oh. is from Ireland. And like 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 I could easily get citizenship there because because of my grandfather, my late grandfather, but um you could too. Yeah, I, I guess I could. Yeah. Um but we're gonna go there and just kind of see how like see how it feels. Will they like me? Will I like them? Will they like the fact that I have a red red headed child or will they be like, ugh, another one <laughs> <laughs> Well full up mate <laughs> Like um but we've been we've been kicking around the idea of moving there um and as I would miss New Jersey so much, but with what's happened in politics in this country, I don't recognize a lot of a lot of things about America anymore. Mm, mm-hmm. You know, I know um, what you mean. and to think about it like this, and I, I, I know I, I know I said this to you like as a joke, but it's the truth. Like Ireland is a country that's ninety nine percent Catholic. Not Northern Ireland, not those bums. I mean Ireland, Ireland, the good one. <laughs> um, but they're 99% Catholic and very Catholic. But women have more rights in Ireland than they do in the United States. Nuts. And that's that's insane to me. That a country that, that's 99% Catholic has an, uh, completely understands that law should be completely separate from religion. Yeah. And that's lost in this country these days. And the way, the way things have been going, this, this super conservative right-wing movement... I just, I just can't see it. I just can't, I can't agree with it. What's happened in the Supreme Court? I can't agree with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also not a big fan of the super left wing. Yeah, you know, yeah, but like, but I understand who the enemy is, and like the super left wing people aren't going to try and kill me because, well, <laughs> they can't. <laughs> so like, the super right wing people though, the people that get their news from evangelicals and and lunatics and Fox News. And fucking OAN and all those other fucking fart knockers. Those people scare the shit out of me. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. You ask me what my biggest fear is? A mob of fascists. That would be scary, yes. A, 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 a mob of raging, unreasonable, Trump-supporting, QAnon-believing fucking lunatics. Yeah, you in, can't really a, do a, anything. In yeah. a great enough force, like like 45 or more, I'd be scared. Ugh. 20. No, no, I cannot. I cannot wit 20, but 45 <laughs> or more. Like, I'm not that fast. I would ha- like, I would need a little help. I couldn't take on 45 of them by myself. I could, I could outmaneuver 20 of them. Cause like, all you got to do is be like, Oh, look, JFK Jr.'s over there. Huh? Like, <laughs> there goes 10 right there. Like, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Those guys suck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> those guys are the fucking worst. Holy shit. Conspiracy theorists, people. 
just make me so mad. And like, I can understand, like, you know, like, there's a few conspiracy theories that are probably kind of, they're fine. Maybe a little, maybe a little true. But you can't live your life by them. You can't. Well, not like, but like, just to say, like, there's some, there's some conspiracy theories that are probably like a little true. Mm. Because you can't imagine that the government's telling us the truth all the time. Nah. Because they're not. Because they're not. There'd be absolute fucking chaos if they did. Um, but to think that everything is a, is a lie, and to think that everything is a lie that's con- that, but it's such a lie that it's, it's only a lie that's so convenient to fit your narrative, your very narrow window of why I need to put tinfoil on top of my modem <laughs> type of shit. Mm-hmm. Like that's. That's not healthy. No, That's not fucking healthy. It's too much. It's too fucking much. Too much. Ugh. Was, wow. that t- was that 10 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. That that brings us to the close of opposite day. Oh, my God. I don't want to do this again. You don't? No, this hurt. Uh, I think you did great. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. And anyway, you're the yeah. guest, so you did pretty good too. You're for you're, you're, you're hosting the show. Well, thank you. You know, usually I'm the one talking too much. <laughs> And it was probably still the case this time. But well, like. thank you very much. Uh, this has been Dylan Brokaw. <laughs> when they came out, you're our guest, so we get to play one of your songs. Is there a song that you want us to play? Um, yeah. Why not? Um, shoot. Let me look at this playlist. Yeah, you can think about it. We'll cut. I gotta it think out. about this for like a hot minute. You're, yeah, don't, don't, <laughs> Dylan will cut this. He won't like edit whole things out of episodes, but like if it's just like a snippet here and there, he'll he'll he'll, he'll do it. He'll do it. <laughs> this, this this counts. Where am I? I gotta look myself up on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I I hate being put on the spot like that. I'm sorry I did that um, to you. No, you're good. <laughs> um, let's look at the album. Hmm. Yeah, you know what? Too busy. That is a great song. I, love I like that, that song. song. That's a fun one. Yeah, that's a fun song. And that's actually, when I think about it, that's kind of me poking fun at myself and poking fun at society at, at, at large because we spend so much time watching other people do things that we forget to do things ourselves. And that's kind of the message of the song. You know, it's it's hard to tell stories because I I'd, I'd rather be experiencing them. Yeah. Well, how about that? Yeah. Bring it right back. Bringing it right back. Look at that. Full circle. Like a real conversation. <laughs> <laughs> like actual human beings. This is crazy. <laughs> well, thank you, Dylan. I think you did a great job. I appreciate you. Thanks. You're a good buddy. I love you. Oh, I love you, too. Oh, you're so sweet. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is Too Busy by Nick Kina on WNKC. Boo-doo, oh, wait, boo. I did that backwards. N-C-K. C?
Story 